Let me tell you about the Burna Launcher. They are the sponsor of Blaze TV and this broadcast and uh, help keep us uh, in your home and accessible everywhere. Uh, if you've, even if you've had an ounce of gun training, you know the old rule, when you shoot, you shoot to kill. Do not pull your gun unless you plan on, if you're target practicing, fine. Other than that, you pull the gun to kill somebody. Well, I don't know. Is there anything in between? With everything that is going on, I I like the burner launcher. The burner launcher, I have it. Uh, I have it with my firearms. My wife has it. My kids have it. Now they're over 18. But it is a great complement to my firearms. Situations where you would just like some tear gas or you want to be able to uh, hit a kinetic round at them. It looks just like a gun. Uh, and you pull that trigger 60 feet away, you hit within six feet, tear gas hits them, and I'm telling you, that incapacitates people for about 40 minutes. Burna, B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Glenn. I'm proud to have them on as a sponsor. Burna, B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Glenn. Get an exclusive 10% discount now. Burna dot com slash Glenn. Twisted Freak, welcome to the uh, program. There is a lot of good eating on the plate today. A presidential historian has now revealed that Jill Biden is the reason that Joe Biden is running. So now they're taking on Dr. Jill. Hmm. Also, uh, Nate Silver said, yeah, he's not going to win. If he's the guy, he's just not going to win. Media freaking out just a little bit, and they should be. By the way, New York should be freaking out. There's more on the news of the fallout of that Trump uh, uh, verdict and and penalty. It's going to be over $400 million once it's all said and done, unless he can get that reversed. But it's going to cost the state of New York much, much more than that. Oh, also... Um, Joe Biden was ranked by historians, presidential historians, and uh, Joe Biden is 15th out of out of all 48 or no 46. He's 14th, Glenn. You, oh, I'm sorry. You 14th. should know this because 14th. 15th is Ronald. Woodrow Wilson. Oh, Woodrow Wilson. Yes. Where's Ronald Reagan? Ronald Reagan is 16th. 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 <laughs> Come yeah. on. This is ridiculous. We'll talk about that and so much more in 60 seconds. First, Linda wrote me. She said uh, uh, Lucy, her dog, just had her 11th birthday in September. 
Since trying rough greens, she now waits impatiently for her meals. She initiates playing with her frisbee, something she hasn't done in years, and she's my walking partner again. It's like the clock has turned back for her. Thank you so much for rough greens. Linda, thank you for listening and writing in. Thank you for having your dog just try out rough greens. I'm glad to see she's doing exactly like Uno did when he first started taking rough greens. I think it bought him, I, I don't know, I think it bought him the best years of his life, but it might have extended his life as well. He is getting so old now. He's already the oldest German Shepherd we've ever had. Uh, and I think it's all because of rough greens. It's not a dog food. It's a supplement developed by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black that you sprinkle on the food. Remember, brown food is dead food. You want the green stuff. And the folks at Rough Greens want you to have a first trial bag absolutely free. So you can see if your dog likes it as much as Uno does and as much as Lucy does. Uh, rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck. RoughGreens.com slash Beck. Get your first trial bag free. You just pay for shipping. 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. 833-GLEN-33. It's RoughGreens.com slash Beck. Presidential historian said one of the main driving forces behind President Joe Biden's decision to run for re-election was his lovely wife, Dr. Jill. Uh, he noted that both uh, former presidents, Harry Truman and Lyndon B. Johnson, decided to leave office because their wives were like, I've had enough of all of this. If you look at Lyndon Johnson, it wasn't because of Vietnam. It wasn't because of anything else. He wasn't really healthy, high blood pressure and everything else. And Lady Bird was like, you're going back to Texas. And that's why he didn't run for a second term. Uh, the same it wasn't because he completely destroyed our future economic prospects no, by Elvis programs. No, no, no. He wasn't did because it. of the constant N words. No, that wasn't it. No, okay, I just want to no, make sure uh-uh. I understand with Lyndon Johnson no. why he didn't run. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It wasn't that. Uh, and with uh, with Truman, he could have run, uh, but uh, his wife Bess was like, "I we got to get out of here." And what's amazing is the two of them got into their old car and drove back. To independence drove back themselves he did mm. what a difference uh there was and he had never been on the highway system before they the highways were just starting and he was like i gotta try out some of these highways and so he did look at the way our presidents live in luxury now for the rest of their lives um so the the guy the, the presidential historian said um that she doesn't want to go because she has just started to teach in Virginia Community College and that's her home and she likes it and she said she's been taking all of the slings and arrows of the last year's attacks uh, and she's been taking it on the chin and she's put up with so much she's this historian actually said that Uh, At the last minute, just when you get all the delegates, you're going to say, I'm going to open it up to a bunch of people. No, she wants, get this, she wants to stay. She wants some sense of revenge. Revenge on who? And isn't revenge, aren't we, isn't everybody saying to Donald Trump, he'll just be about revenge. What the hell is going on here? And this, I mean, to me, this shows elder abuse. It shows they don't care. 
None of them care about the husband, the father, the grandfather. None of them care. It's just about them. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And he's going to lose, which just makes me think Michelle Obama. Uh, <laughs> no, you're not taking my $1,000. Oh, my gosh. That, uh, it, it, yeah. I mean, you mentioned Nate Silver's analysis of this, which is, is pretty thorough. And, and he, again, is not like some Trump supporter. He's a guy who wants the Democrats to oh, yeah. run a good candidate. He um, said, if you asked me a year ago, I would have told you Joe Biden was a reasonably clear favorite in the event of a rematch against Donald Trump. But Biden's situation has become considerably worse. If he were 10 years younger, he's still might be a 65-35 favorite. But in this campaign, he is substantially encumbered by his age. Personally, I crossed the Rubicon in November, concluding that Biden should stand down if he wasn't able to run a normal re-election campaign, meaning like little things like the Super Bowl interview. It's, it's remarkable he didn't do that. I, I know. Remarkable. I, I, like, it's just an incredible opportunity. It would be easy. It's not like he, he would probably be able to pick the person who interviewed him, right? Like it would be as easy, easy as it easy. can be. And he refused to do it in front it of the is, largest audience in the world. It's like the, uh, you know, the, the Macy's Day Parade interview they always do with the president. Mm. What are you going to have to eat today? Right. You know, it's that kind of stuff. <laughs> I mean, you'd expect it to be slightly tougher than that, but not, not much. For him. No, not, not for the much. media, especially no. when they want him desperately to win. Right. Like if you're cheering on. A, a particular candidate, you're likely to get a favorable interview. And they still wouldn't go with it. Um, and Nate Silver at the end of this analysis, which is, is worth reading, but at the end he just asks for the challenge. Did you read the challenge part of this uh, this article at the end? No. He says, a simple challenge to the White House. Could I or other critics and 75% of Americans be wrong about this age issue? Sure, I'm wrong about a lot of things. But if we're wrong about this, it ought to be easy to prove it. Here's what I propose. Over the course of the next several weeks, Biden should do four lengthy sit-down interviews with non-friendly sources. Non-friendly doesn't mean hostile. Non-partisan reporters with a track record of asking tough questions would work great. A complete recording of the interview should be made public. The interviews ought to mix, uh, include a mix of different media. For instance, Biden could pick these four. One, a lengthy sit-down interview with the Washington bureaus of the New York Times or Washington Post. Like, I... I Every, even like Donald Trump was doing those interviews with Maggie yes. Haberman, right? Yes. Two, an interview with 60 Minutes, making up uh, for the interview Biden ought to have given to CBS during the Super Bowl. Okay. Three, an interview with some sort of center-right print or digital outlet. This could be, say, the Wall Street Journal op-ed page or even a team of writers at the Dispatch. Four, wild card. Take your pick. Bonus points for Fox News, though I doubt Biden would do it. Go on Ezra Klein's podcast. Go on Rogan. Uh, you know, etc. Those are... Four super basic things that a person running for president of the United States should be able to do without thinking about it, right? Yes. These are not big asks by Nate Silver. These are things that just show this man has the competence level to handle basic questioning. With the exception of Rogan. Right, which would be a little bit Okay, out. would be out there, but uh, that was Arsenio Hall. Right. I mean, that's it, right. what Clinton broke the barrier. He mm -hmm. said, I'm not just going to sit with the big news people. I'm going to sit with people that people actually listen to, watch, yeah. or admire. Right. Okay. Uh, so Clinton did that. And I think pretty much every president has done that. I mean, Donald Trump went on to The Tonight Show and had him 
mess up his hair. Right. You and know? that was more of a, you know, a fun, like, and Rogan Correct. goes back and forth, right? He, he has some serious stuff. He has some funny stuff. Or if you want to just go to someone independent, like a Barry Weiss or, you know, Michael Schellenberger or somebody who would just be independent, right? Yeah. Like ask yeah. some questions that maybe were out of the mainstream that he wasn't getting from everybody else. Like, I think that those are basic things. Anyone running for president should be able to do those things without question. I would do an interview, a straight interview with him, and I would only ask questions about his success or failure. I wouldn't I wouldn't slant it. I wouldn't play gotcha. Nothing. Tell me about binomics and why it's working. And I would go down into the weeds. Yeah. And show why it's and not show working. why it's not working. But- and, and Let it, him answer for it. And he can't, he wouldn't be able to go. There's no way he could do 45 minutes with me. There's no way. Oh, God, and, no. and me saying, with both my arms tied behind my back, not trying to do gotcha or anything, he could not handle a 45-minute interview with me, a recovering alcoholic DJ. Come on. You're right. Come he, on. He wouldn't even no. consider it. No. Remember, Barack Obama... Did one of those Super Bowl interviews with Bill O'Reilly. Yeah, I know. Like, this is not a foreign concept. Everybody who runs for president is expected to be able to answer some tough questions. This guy has done almost none of them. Did you see the, in, in, I think it's in this article, uh, where they talk about, here we go. Biden has done fewer interviews than any recent president. It's not close. By this point in their presidencies, Barack Obama had given more than 400 interviews and Trump had given more than 300 Biden has given fewer than 100. And a bunch of them are softball interviews on Conan O'Brien's podcast or Jay Shetty's mindfulness podcast. Which are, you know, I, what? He's not <laughs> even doing this job. Is anyone noticing this? The man is not even doing the job. I love it. I love it when Stu expresses what I, what I express. About two hours earlier when I'm reading the news, and that is, we all do that now. It's like, I put, I can't, I, 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 it's incredible. It is. I, like, I just can't believe we're in this situation where we have someone who, again, the number in this poll was 75%. We've seen it as high as 86% are saying that he's too old to yeah, do this job. I know, we I know. all look at this and understand what's happening. And we're like, let it's like, hey, we're driving 85. Is that a big stone wall in the middle of the highway? <laughs> should we accelerate? <laughs> what should we know, do? Should we get off this exit? There's a McDonald's right here at the at the uh the the highway pass. We could just go go through, get a couple burgers, or we could just gun it. At the stone wall that is just somehow in the middle of the highway. You know what? I I think maybe we can get him to accept this. Coffee in cars with comedians and the current president. But he has to drive to the coffee shop. <laughs> oh, no, you're going to kill somebody. <laughs> you can't put that man on the road. Yeah, I mean, so we have a virtual Jerry in the car. Right, okay. you know, yeah. you know, we don't want to kill Jerry Seinfeld. No. But no one would give this man the keys to their car. If he came over to your house and he said, you know what, I, I'm I'm driving home. I'm just going to drive home in his car. Right. We would all say, no, 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 sir, no, 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 you're no, not. no, you're not. We'd act no, like not. he was drunk. We would right. act the same way as if he came over and had five or six no. cocktails in an hour. We would act like we act with our grandparents. OK, that's what we would do. We would act the same way we act with our grandparents when they hit that point.
No, Grandpa, you can't drive. And everybody in America, on all sides, this is not political, on all sides, we know that. We know it. But we're giving him, not the keys to our car, we're giving him the keys to the nuclear briefcase. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay? And asking him to micromanage a war between Russia and Ukraine. <laughs> like, that couldn't spiral out of control and get us involved in it. Anyway, well, there's no, no way I mean, that could The only happen. thing that could be worse is, like, uh, you know, something between, I don't know, Iran and Israel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, or China crap, and us. man. I mean, look at what's happening. Seriously. The guy, we would never let him drive a car. Never. The only thing never. That, the only thing that saves fellow drivers is that his Corvette is so packed with boxes of documents, he can't get into it to drive it. <laughs> here's what I would, here's what, here's all my interview would be. I've mm. re- I'm not going to ask okay, him no, about any, I'm no just more Vietnamics now. Nope. Okay. I'm going to sit him in a driver simulated, you know, car, you mm-hmm. know, those cars that look just like you're in it and you, you, you can, can feel it moving. You can stuff, feel yeah. it moving. I'm going to have him do a couple of laps on in that. And let's see how competent he is. Okay. If he can't drive a computer simulated car and I would use a real car, but as Stu said, He'd probably kill people. Mm-hmm. Well, and and just, the entire news media would unite to say, well, George Washington couldn't drive a car either. <laughs> <laughs> NMLS 182334, NMLSconsumeraccess.org. APR for the rates in the five starts at 6.275% for well-qualified buyers. Call 800-906-2440 for details about credit costs and terms. Yes. And, uh, you know, I would just want to take a moment here and thank the federal government for forcing us to run that disclaimer because we all know what it means. We all know what it means. And we're all calling that number and writing down the MLS thing. We thank you for keeping us safe. Gosh, I love this government. They're so great. Always looking out for us, as is American financing. Let me tell you how American financing uh, is helping people. They have been helping people just like you save money for 25 years. They save customers an average of $854 a month last year by t- tapping into their home's equity to pay off the high interest debt. This is from this audience, $854 from the people in this audience that called them. And a lot of people that are calling American Financing now feel like they're trapped. They have nothing else they can do. They're about to lose their house. They're about to lose everything. And they call American Financing. You would be surprised what they can do for you. $854 every single month. That's a that's a $10,000 raise. And that's just the beginning because you can also write that credit card interest off now that you've rolled it into your mortgage. It's a 10-minute call to see if they can do the same for you. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. Go to American Financing, 800 800- 906-2440 or AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds. Station ID. Tucker Carlson is going to give his first U.S. interview since returning from Russia. This is going to be a special edition of the Glenn Beck podcast. It will be live for Blaze TV Plus subscribers only. It'll be mm. commercial free. I record these commercial free so we never lose the momentum of where we're going. Um, you're going to hear it live as we record it uh, today. It will be happening at 2.30 Eastern Time, 1.30 Central. 
It will be only for Glenn Beck uh, subscribers of Blaze TV. You'll get Blaze TV Plus subscribers only. Go to uh, blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code free speech and you'll get 36 bucks off your first year of Blaze TV Plus. It's a big one. His first interview since coming back from Russia yeah. and all the controversies. Uh, did you know he was criticized by Jon Stewart last night <gasps> on The Daily Show? No. Which, I mean, they've had a history. I, I would like to see him respond Yeah, and, and uh, to this report. Uh, remind me of that. I'll, I'll see if I, if I have time, I'll throw that in. Yeah. I have a lot of questions. Um, and, you know, Tucker and I are friends, but... Uh, I wrote to him when I found out this was happening and I said, I- I'm not going easy on you because you're a friend. I just want you to know oh, yeah. I am your friend, but I'm also going to ask you the tough questions uh, because I think people are confused. I'm confused at times on what he means by what he's saying. Like, you know, grocery stores are great and the streets are clean. Yeah, of course, because they'll throw you off a rooftop yeah, of course, he knows this, right? Yeah, like, he knows he, it. He knows it. So I, I'm right. interested to see how he explains how he's it. And yeah. like, yeah, I mean, because he's getting beat up by, of course, obviously the left. But I mean, even some yeah. elements of the right. And he, he doesn't care about that. That's a, You know, that's one of the things I think is interesting about Tucker is when he does these interviews, he's happy to get the tough questions. Oh, yeah. He, he really, like, he I've does, seen him in those. Yeah. We've seen him multiple times in these situations. And he's like, he I, does he not will, shy away. He doesn't care. All he wants is the same thing I want. All I want is a fair shake. Yeah, yep. I want somebody who's going into it open-minded that will say, all right, and I will. If I don't buy into it, I'm going to talk to him uh, a little bit about uh, uh, Dugan because Dugan wrote this piece to him uh, about him, and I sent it to Tucker, and I said, have you read this? This isn't good. With Dugan embracing him and saying, look, he is now part of our movement. Uh, That's not good. That's not good. So I, I want Tucker's response to that. Um, and I also want to, I want to, what does it feel like to be in a country where the guy you're talking to could have you killed or disappeared at any moment? Does, what does that feel like? Mm. Um, so Tucker Carlson today, a live interview, a special uh, podcast, Glenn Beck podcast, be live for Blaze TV subscribers only. Use the code free speech to get 36 bucks off your first year at Blaze TV. It's blazetv.com slash Glenn. It will be available everywhere else later. I don't know when, but it will be available later. But if you're a Blaze TV subscriber, there is something about watching something happen live that makes all the difference in the world. Make sure you watch us tonight, or actually this afternoon, blazetv.com slash Glenn. Free speech is the promo code. Glenn Beck. So there's one thing I love better uh, than eating a good steak. It's eating a great steak, you know, and then knowing that it's actually coming from a ranch here in America, which is why I love good ranchers. Because that's what they do right now. When you subscribe to any of their 100% American meat boxes, they'll add one and a half pounds of Applewood smoked bacon to your order for free. Not once, not twice, but every order for an entire year. We're talking 100% American meat so you can trust every single bite. Just go to GoodRanchers.com. Pick, the, pick your box, use the promo code uh, BECK, and enjoy $240 worth of free bacon. Stock your fridge with easy-to-prepare, delicious American meat all year long. 
If you don't know which box to choose, they have a brand new uh, weekly essentials box that comes with pre-trimmed beef and chicken that helps you with meal prep and can save you a lot of money without sacrificing any flavor. It's GoodRanchers.com. Make sure you use the promo code BECK and claim $240 in free bacon. GoodRanchers.com, promo code BECK. Watch that Tucker Carlson interview today. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The code is free speech. Get 30% off your subscription to Blaze TV. Hello, America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Well, the presidential greatness ratings and rankings are finally in. Yes, yes, the the, uh, president and executive politics section of the American Political Science Association, which is the foremost organization of social science experts in presidential politics, as well as super, super smart scholars who are much more smart than you are, dummy. They published a peer-reviewed academic research in key-related scholarly journals and academic presses, and 525 respondents were invited to participate. Here we have the best presidents ranked in order. Hmm? 525 were asked. I think uh, 154. Usable responses were received. (laughs) So, in other words, there were some that were like, (laughs) (laughs) no, they used all those. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, number one, Abraham Lincoln. Don't think we can argue with that. He's in the top five. Yeah, Yeah, top five. I I think I I don't know if I put him one, but who would you put as one? Probably Washington. I would too. Me too. I mean, but I mean, that's yeah. not that's not a mm-hmm. knock on Lincoln. I mean, no, I, no. But no. Washington was the one that demonstrated how to use power, how yeah. to get rid of power, how to go home. Mm-hmm. You know, the two terms thing is all because of him. I mean, he's he is, but he's a reluctant president, mm-hmm. <gasps> just like Michelle Obama. Uh, okay, so they so they have this, still they still have, number one is Lincoln, number two this is unbelievable is Franklin Roosevelt. Oh come on, That's stop it! Completely FDR ridiculous. is one of the absolute worst. He's bottom five, bottom five for sure. Well, if you'll notice the pattern here as we go on, the pattern is the scholars seem to love those who. They can't get past. You can't get past Lincoln. You can't get past Washington. You can't throw them into the dustbin mm-hmm. or you'll look like you're complete. They want frauds. to. You know, they, but want, they to. want to. They want to. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you look at the pattern of everybody that doesn't really make sense, it's because they fundamentally changed uh, our systems. Mm-hmm. FDR fundamentally mm-hmm. changed. We were this close to a dictatorship. Mussolini said he's cut from our cloth. Hitler said he's cut from our cloth. He was going for this great state. So FDR. Uh, Then number three is Washington. Under FDR. That's I mean, that's insanity. insanity. Uh, By the way, FDR, huge racist, huge racist, Mm. uh, did not invite. um, Mm. uh, What's his name? The runner, uh, Jesse Owens. Oh, didn't invite him. The only only medal winner 
Well, not invited. The biggest and most important medal of that. Of all time, maybe. Wasn't invited. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So Washington, then Theodore Roosevelt, another oh, progressive. Come on. Come on. Jeez. Like, I, Theodore Roosevelt is, does not even belong anywhere close to the top of this list. No. I mean, he was, a, he, you know, you've mentioned this a million times. Obviously, I mean, the man started the progressive party. Of course, they, they love him. Um, but still, like, Massive eugenics. you could say he did incredible things in his life. Oh, yeah. Like, as a yeah, person. Yeah. Like, yeah, but, but like, what did he do? What did he do as president? What is he most famous for, for doing as president? I mean, he, he was, he, he, well, he really like, uh, continued what, what Wilson was doing, who's coming up soon in mm-hmm. the countdown, uh, but continued that move in a way to, to make progressivism, the, the homespun but as a president, philosophy, as a president, he's responsible for the national parks. He's he's responsible. Why is that seen as some big accomplishment? Because hey, we fenced off a bunch of grass. Because what? Wait, 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 remember the Ken Burns documentary? The slogan for that documentary was "America's greatest accomplishment." What are you talking about? The the guy put up a bunch of of what fences around. Uh, grass where animals can stay what? well there's gates wow. too so that you could pay to get in oh yeah. wow don't what forget a thing. that what yeah. a thing uh, yeah. so, i mean we've how many medical innovations have we created we've saved none. the world how many times they're like oh gosh no. when they put the, the, those park benches <laughs> out there that was really a good thing that america did hey look picnic tables but again look at the two you've got lincoln and washington we understand mm-hmm. okay roosevelt and roosevelt they're both progressives Bad. They're really both bad. progressives. They're totally. all about state power. Yes. Uh-huh. Then Jefferson, another one you got to go, okay, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. he wrote the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> kind of I think it's kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. Then Truman. But again, we should also point out all these people were saying, oh, well, you know, they got to throw them in, are also the people that I guarantee some of these historians, if you looked at their Twitter feeds, would be would be advocating for the tearing down of their statues. Oh, for sure. Like, I guarantee in 2020, yeah. go back and look at their George Floyd feeds oh, at the yeah. time as yeah. they were encouraging Washington Lincoln, and Washington Jefferson. Washington and Jefferson. And Lincoln. Statues to come down. And Lincoln's mm-hmm. a, a, maybe the hardest uh, argument to make on that Truman, one. But still. They wanted to bring it down did. in New York, in ben Washington, D.C. Franklin, they wanted to bring his statues down. Harry right. Truman's a surprise, too, since he dropped the bomb on Japan. Not only that, that but he's the guy who said yes to, to Israel. Yeah, mm. right. So, I mean, I'm shocked that at him. That's surprised. Yeah, uh, then number seven, Obama. Yeah, oh, jeez. Come on. That's incredible. That's Up to nine places since last time. Yeah. Just stupid. It you, know, right. you know why? Assassinating. Michelle Obama for president. No, don't you. Yeah. Just yeah. <laughs> stop trying to take Who's my money. Who's losing $1,000? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yes. Starting uh, to think about just, I just want to push. That's all I want <laughs> is a push. Like, we need, like, you know, Gavin Newsom or something to be the nominee, so I at least don't have to pay $1,000. Then Eisenhower. Now, Eisenhower oversaw mm. the building of the industrial uh, military complex. Yeah, but he bashed it at the end. He did. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> he said, speech. we just built it. You're going to have to deal with this. Yeah. Be I just put this thing yeah. together for you yeah. that you're going to have to deal with for the rest right. of America's existence. But right. Okay. Look out for it because it's really right. powerful so, and bad. So look what we have. We have <laughs> Obama 
built giant government. Eisenhower, giant government. Then number nine, no, L.B. Incredible. Johnson. That might be the biggest abomination of oh them all. Oh, my God. Are you kidding? I didn't yeah. see him at number, number, number nine. Number nine. A top ten he, president. He is legitimately Maybe the within worst. the conversation for the worst president <laughs> of all time. No question. It, it is, it, it's in the conversation. Now, you might say Woodrow Wilson, and we will, I can, I probably going to lean that way but if you want to come up with if you're coming up with this is what we, i need to do a top we need to do like we should get all the blaze people to come mm-hmm. in to give us the top five worst presidents of all time because lbj to me is on that list if he's not number one worst of all time he's in the top two or three it's wilson I, i'm not going to rank them except yeah, wilson give, give is me, in number one in all of them yeah, of but, course <laughs> uh it's wilson uh obama lbj Biden. Uh, I got, Biden. I put Biden. Biden might be number Biden. one or number two now. Yeah, for sure. Um mm-hmm. it is Jackson, Andrew Jackson. I put Carter in the conversation Carter. for that. Carter, but Carter's he like almost terrible. like a hapless dupe compared yeah. to well, these but that, guys. It's still he started really bad. the Department of Education. So he built the great state. Look at everyone they like mm-hmm. wanted a dictatorship. Mm-hmm. All of them. They didn't call it that. But that's what they wanted. They built this deep state. Then Kennedy is at number 10. He's up four, which I find interesting because Kennedy is probably the only one that couldn't, wouldn't be allowed in the Democratic Party now. All the ones we just mentioned, they'd still mm-hmm. love and they'd bring him in. Kennedy, no way. Kennedy wanted to break up the military industrial complex. Kennedy cut taxes like nobody's business. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was practically Ronald Reagan uh, in comparison. Uh, then, then James Madison comes in I mean, after Truman, <laughs> Eisenhower, Obama, LBJ. Johnson. Oh my come gosh. on! Then come on, James Madison. Okay, yeah, the the guy who wrote the U.S. Constitution. Let's yeah. put him eleventh, yeah. eleventh right. behind a guy who created a bunch of programs that are completely bankrupting us. Yes. right. Like we are all aware as to why we're going to soon be spending a trillion dollars a year in just interest. Mm-hmm. But because like of LBJ, LBJ, we're like, oh yeah, but, but you know the good thing about it, the redeeming quality, he was an incredible racist, <laughs> and he was a drunk driver. <laughs> Let's put him up number oh nine. My gosh, number nine. Then after Madison. Ugh. Then comes Bill Clinton. I, I, then Bill comes Clinton. John Adams. <laughs> wait, then on, comes Biden. So we have fourteen right? accused rapist followed. By, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and Biden at fourteen is look. Oh, I don't know. So the, the Barack Obama thing is so mm. expected. It well, didn't surprise me at all. I mean, right? you do have to say there is there is at this point with historians there is. Um, you know, kind of a magic around him because he was America's second black president. Right. With the, and uh, <laughs> ahead and so, of the first black president yeah, now. It's weird. Um, but mm. like, you know, you kind of understand the recency bias thing in these things is always big, right? Like Biden being mm-hmm. uh, there is not all that shocking because of its recency bias. Obama, I'm expecting. And, you know, the end of this, of course, everyone probably knows by now is Trump in last, which is also part of the recency bias, right? Like, once the next president gets in that's a Republican, they're all going to say, oh, well, that he's even worse than Trump. Like, we all know that's going to happen on these lists. But it's like the the Obama thing. Okay, first black president, like they got their Obamacare. There's things that you know they're going to like. What on earth argument is there for Joe Biden with a 37% approval rating to be the 14th greatest president of all time? 
You're not going to. Absurd. The the rest of the list is not going to improve your mood. Uh, (laughs) By the way, we should, you know, tomorrow I'm going to have a poll ready with all the presidents and you just, you just rank them. Okay. If you don't know who they are, you know, because like Polk, I don't know. What did Polk do? Uh, I don't know. Mexican-American War. Okay. So he's bad. By the way, it's also Mm, Tuesday. This would be James K. Polk Tuesdays. Right. Just just pointing That's that right. out. Uh, for historians, uh, uh, please might not recommend Hayes? recognize that. Rutherford B. Hayes? What did oh, he do? Yeah. What are all, all kinds about? of things. You guys into Chester A. Arthur? Yeah. Or no? yeah. Chester A. Arthur. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's some that favorites. we would just, we'll cut the list down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're going to just eliminate yeah. Chester you A. Just, Arthur? No, I'll leave them all in there, but you don't have to vote for them. Don't do what you do when you're voting for judges. Or like, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so you're a Republican or Democrat? Whatever. <laughs> Let's do five best, five worst, right? Like that's all you really need, right? Five best. No, I'd five like worst. to see top ten, top, top 10, ten, bottom ten. Okay, right. okay, we'll do that. Uh, all right, back in just a minute. Thank you, Pat yeah. from Pat Gray Unleashed. By the way, don't forget uh, that I'm interviewing Tucker Carlson today. His first interview uh, since he has returned from Russia. Is he a Russian agent, or is he a god? It might be somewhere in between those, uh, and we'll find mm. out with Tucker live today at 2.30 Eastern. Uh, it's for Blaze TV subscribers only. Join us, blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code free speech for 30% off. Real Estate Agents I Trust is my company. I started it with my brother, I don't even know how many years ago now, about 10 years ago, I think. If you're looking to buy, a sell, a buy or sell a home or both, You need great real estate agents, and sometimes you'll need one in one city and one in the other, or one in one area and one in the other. doesn't matter if you're moving across the street or across the country. Realestateagentsitrust.com can help you. Now, not in every market because we don't have people in every market. We don't just, I think we have a waiting list to be uh, um, on this, you know, list of this roster of real estate agents. I think we have a list now, waiting list of like 10,000. We don't just approve people, and we keep the number down so we know exactly who these people are, and we can monitor them. So if you're looking to buy or sell a home, get the right real estate agent. It's a free service to you. I don't charge you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. You're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Glad you're here. You know, I'm just looking at uh, this this crazy, absolutely crazy uh, poll where, where uh, Joe Biden is in the middle of the pack of the greatest presidents ever. I mean, this, you know, you can't do anything because you ask people for the greatest president of all time now on conservatives. And I bet some would say that it's Donald Trump. Right, which and, is, I mean, first of all, he's a one-term president so far. Right. Um, he did a lot in one term. He exposed a lot in one term. He recognized the state of Israel and the capital was, being uh, Jerusalem. That's that was very good. I mean, his Israel deal. stuff, he does not get enough credit for. Yeah, his Middle East policy, he doesn't get enough I agree uh, credit with that. for. His, his oil policies, he doesn't get enough credit for. 
Um, but, but again, like it, it, there's recency bias on both sides, yes, right? Like yes, we're, yes. we're probably also going to say that Biden and Obama are the worst presidents of all time, which again, they're on the running. Well, it depends <laughs> on crazy, what you're, but well, I mean, what is it that you are trying to go? If you're saying what makes the best president, uh, a, a constitutional president that lives within his, yeah. his means, Adams doesn't do well on that. I mean, Adams was the first to do, you know, the, the censoring of the press and putting political foes, you know, and trying to silence them with the Sedition Act. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like, if you look at, like, like Barack Obama, for example, Obamacare, you would say maybe you want to say the most central part of his presidency, if you want to point to one thing. And that was, it's really, really bad. But there's no way to argue it's worse than what LBJ did. I, I mean, it's it, the Great Society is... I mean, like, we are, it's like he just added on a little bit of extra seasoning to the terrible recipe yeah, yeah. When, it, when you compare Biden yeah, I to think LBJ. LBJ's policies are the worst. And it happened because you had an assassination and you were at the end of the civil rights movement. Uh, and it, it was. Which, just by a, the way, he, uh, we should also note, was one of the main opponents of. No, it. he stopped the Republicans yeah. doing it from in 1959. But how, I mean, like, how does a guy, after you're tearing down statues of George Washington, how do you put LBJ in the top 10 as a guy who stopped that entire because movement? Because race isn't as important to them yeah. as big government. Mm -hmm. They mm -hmm. just want big, oppressive controlling government and so all this stuff about race is garbage the guy was using the n-word till the day he died he was an absolute racist uh the great society what were the effects oh i don't know destroy the black american family so it just depends what are we judging this on if you're if you are a scholar you're probably saying which one has moved us closer to utopia with a controlling system. The Glenn Beck Program. All right, let me tell you about Rough Greens. Owning your dog is a lot of responsibility. Taking care of their basic needs isn't always as simple as it might seem. That's why we always say no to the kids. I want a dog. No. Feed Uno and take care of him for two months straight. You do it, we'll get a dog. No. You have to really pay attention. And when your dog doesn't eat like Uno didn't, we tried everything, and then we tried Rough Greens. Rough Greens was uh, created by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black, and it's full of vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants, you name it. It's healthy for your dog. It's probably in Rough Greens. Now, this isn't a food. This is something you sprinkle on his kibble food or whatever he's eating, and dogs love it. It's like dog crack. He eats everything in his bowl now, and we've seen a tremendous difference in his activity level with Rough Greens. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN-33. Get your first trial bag free. Pay for shipping. 833-GLEN-33.
Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. I love the uh, L.A. Times. Will moving to the middle on immigration deliver electoral success to Democrats in 2022? Oh, my gosh. Are we this stupid? Are we this? I forget it. I know the answer to that. Uh, We have Stephen Moore coming up in just a second. He is a uh, he's on the committee for uh, uh, committee to unleash prosperity. He's the co-founder, also the Heritage Foundation Distinguished Fellow. And uh, Stephen will be talking to us about this marvelous economy. The stock market is just doing lovely things, or is it? Stephen Moore, Carol Roth, this hour, stand by first. Jace Medical, there's always got to be something out there to worry about, doesn't there? I mean, are you a little tired of this? Here's the thing. You just check them a few things off of your uh, to-do list, and you don't have to worry about them. Medication shortages are a real issue right now, and they're going to be, they're going to get worse. Take this problem into your own hands with the Jace case by Jace Medical. Pack a different antibiotics that you can use to treat a host of bacterial illnesses in an emergency. You'll have them in your home ready for use if there's a situation where you can't get the medication you need. And if things in the supply chain get worse, that's going to be the vast majority of vital medications. Don't delay. You can get some of those vital medications, the ones that your family takes every day. Uh, You can get that as well. A year's worth supply from jacemedical.com. J-A-S-E medical.com. Jacemedical.com. Go there now. All right. Let's see. Stephen Moore is on. Stephen, we were just t- talking about the best and worst presidents, and uh, oh, yeah. forget yep. about forget about Biden and Trump. Forget about those. Who's on your top five best presidents? Mine. Yeah. Uh, okay, um, George Washington, of yes. course, their greatest president, greatest American. Um, I'm going to have to go with uh, James Madison. I'm going to have to go with Reagan, and I'm going to have to go with Calvin Coolidge, yes. the most underrated president, yes, yes. and Donald, Donald J. Trump. And Donald J. Trump. I told you you couldn't use him, but you, go, you went ahead and <laughs> oh, did it anyway. Okay, wait, okay then, well, wow. then, um, then I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to have to go with Harding, who died in office, but he was... Um, He's ranked by the liberals as one of the worst presidents, but of course the liberals are the are, <laughs> are crazy. Yeah. But um, I, I like him. Now I'm going to say this: the thing that's most amazing about that poll, because we just wrote something in our hotline this morning about this, that um, this is almost hilarious that they rank Joe Biden, Barack Obama, and Bill Clinton as greater presidents than Ronald Reagan. I know. Incredible. The I man know. who won the Cold War, who revived the American economy, <laughs> rebuilt America. I mean, it, 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 as I said, you know, this set, set, says much more about American scholars and university yeah. professors than it does well, about who's a good president. Who's but not. If, if you look at their list, it really is the, the ones they favor the most are the ones who made the most advances for an end to constitutional, uh, you know, of uh, balance. Of course. Yeah. yeah. So, you so, know, for example, I would say, I think you and I, we've talked about this over the years, Glenn. I think you and I agree that our worst president was Woodrow Wilson. Yes. Um, who gave us the quote progressive movement, Correct. Uh, put us into world war one. I. I don't believe we should have ever been in world war one. No, me neither. Um, 
And uh, so I think Wilson's one of the worst. And, um, you know, FDR is the, is one of the most overrated as well. But he was a racist and uh, and, you know, and not a not a great guy. I think, you know, he was OK in in World War Two. He gave people yes. hope with his speeches, yes. et cetera, yes. et cetera. But he created this giant state. And he also yes. welcomed all the communists into our into our country, in yes, our government. Did. Yep, he did. And oh. uh, and we wouldn't have, you know, two trillion dollar deficits today if it were not for FDR. So your worst, the worst. Give me the top five worst. Uh, well, Wilson, Wilson. obviously, um, I think. Uh, I, you know, I don't know the 19th century presidents that well, yeah, well. so I can't say. I mean, Buchanan was awful, horrible yeah. president. I think Jimmy Carter has to be one of the worst. Um, and LBJ, you know, did you say? Uh, well, LBJ was yeah, pretty pretty bad president. Um, yeah. I, I would say, you know, you said I couldn't say Biden, right? <laughs> yeah, but you're going <laughs> to anyway. I think Biden really is a truly horrible president mm-hmm. in every way. In every and way. Much worse. You know, I didn't think we could get he could be worse than Obama, but he has been. Yeah. Well, he's I mean, I think he's doing all the things that Obama wanted to do and not get credit for. It's the third term. And yeah. now they want Obama fourth term with uh-huh. with uh, with bringing in Michelle. I have a thousand dollar bet riding on this with Stu. He says no way. <laughs> I say that's the plan. <laughs> yeah, well, great minds think alike. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, it, by the way, I pray that you know when I say my prayers at night, you know, I say please keep Joe Biden healthy, please, please, please. No, no stroke, no nothing. Uh, we want to run against Joe Biden. Uh, all right, let's talk a little bit about because the the <laughs> left is all talking about how wonderful this is this economy is. And I've been saying recently it's because, well, if you look at what the upper crust is happening to them, they're not affected as much mm-hmm. uh, by any stretch of the imagination by uh, the um, uh, by inflation. But especially if you're a giant corporation or you're in with the cool kids, you're making money hand over fist. But mm-hmm. you say the stock market is not actually doing as well as everybody thinks. Yeah. So um, if you look, one of the first rules of investing is your you have to take a look at your after inflation rate of return on your money, not your before inflation rate of return. So, um, you know, how much can you buy with the money, you know, that you're making? And so we've had inflation is up 20 percent since uh since Biden came into office is in his first three years. That's a dismal, dismal record. It's Jimmy Carter levels of inflation. And so the stock market is up, you know, under over that period by about 28%, but 20% of that, 28%, I mean, you know, so two thirds of that is just due to the higher prices. So when you adjust it for inflation, the stock market is up about eight or 9% under Biden in real terms. You know what the number was? Glenn for Donald Trump? 20? Guessing. 32. 32. 32. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. So, you know, so it's, you know, about three to four times higher rate of returns. Um, now, look, 
the market's doing well this year. I mean, there's no doubt about that. How? I, I, there was a funny article in the in the Wall Street Journal yesterday or this morning, I guess it was, saying, you know, gee, the economy's saying exactly what you were just kind of spoofing. You know, economy's doing so well. Why are people so unhappy? Right. Well, because this is the most important number. In fact, I saw President Trump last week and I showed him this chart that um, really tells the whole story. So under uh, Donald Trump, one of the things we were proud of was that the median income in the United States for a family. Mm -hmm. Median means, as you know, people are exactly in the middle. They saw a $6,000 increase in the real incomes, which is big. That's a big number over, um, you know, four years. You know what the number is under Biden so far? No. Negative 2,000. Wow. Wait, wait, negative what? Negative 2,000. So what I'm saying is, and this is something nobody in the media seems to get. There's a reason Americans are unhappy because they're poorer today than when Biden came into office. Period. Hard Everybody stop. knows that. Yes. Everybody knows that. So um, when you look at all of this, I mean, I would think that this would be a real in any other time in my life. This would be an open and shut case for sure. Joe Biden would be losing, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. At any other time. Um, what can they do to juice this to make people feel in the short term? And have you heard of anything? Are they, what are they doing? What's the fed doing treasury? Right. right. So, uh, that's a great question. I get, I get asked that question all the time. Uh, what are they going to try to do to juice the economy? And the first obvious thing, and, and I'm not saying I'm not making accusations here. I'm just saying it's a possibility that the Fed under Jerome Powell will juice the economy with a huge deluge of money. You know, and in the short term, that makes people feel richer. Right. Of course, pretty soon people realize it's just inflated money that they're they're getting. So, you know, keep an eye on that. Does the Fed start really lowering interest rates and pumping trillions of dollars more money into the economy? That's what they did in the first two years of the Biden administration. Uh, The second thing they're doing is priming the pump by massive increases in government spending and debt. You know, there's Biden is not just the most financially responsible president in history. He is by far the most financially responsible president. We've increased the debt by, I know these numbers are, incomprehensible, but a $6 trillion increase in three years in our national debt. I mean, even nobody's ever come close to that. Uh, and by the way, we're not in a war. I know. <laughs> my check. It's not like World War II. What is it? Where is all that money going? It'd be one thing if we we're borrowing for, you know, to fix our roads or better hospitals or better schools. What have we gotten for that $6 trillion? Nothing. Oh, windmills and uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, crap. EVs that nobody wants to buy. Right. Uh, so it's it's been, and, and did you know, by the way, Glenn, this is something that sticks in my throat. Um, did you know there's a $350 billion, I didn't say million, billion dollar green energy slush fund run being run out of the white house. Did you know that $350 billion? What, how, how? <laughs> this is the so-called inflation reduction act. It created a $350 billion program where the, the, the white house just passed out money. Now I'm not done yet. Glenn, do you know who runs that program? Uh, no. You're not going to believe this. Mm. John Podesta. Oh my gosh. 
John Podesta, how much do you think he knows about energy policy? He's just a political hack. So they have a $350 billion slush fund. Where do you think that money, money is going? It's going to every Democratic operative. It's going to every green energy group. It's going to all these businesses that have, you know, giving campaign contributions to Biden. This is the biggest graft in the history of the United States. Well, you're not improving my mood much. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) All right, let me ask you. I work at the Heritage Foundation. We're the largest conservative think tank. $350 billion? That's like 3,000 Heritage Foundations. (laughs) See, that's the scariest thing to me. All this money that's sloshing around. I know, you know, I I can't prove it. My gut just tells me a lot of this war money is going all over the world setting up new little ngos and little things that help them i mean i would be shocked if we find out in the end that that's not what happened to a lot of that money of course of course it did it's going into the hands of it's a pay-to-play operation and uh, that's why the democrats you know i don't know if you've been noticing they're raising three times as much money as the republicans are right now well, you can raise a lot of money if you're passing out $350 billion. Jeez. Uh, all right. Can, can I ask you two <laughs> questions? I'm on trying to cheer you up. I know. No. Well, you're not doing it. Um, all right. Give me, uh, let me, give me a minute. I want to ask you two questions on Trump. One of them is about the $355 million. He had $400 million in cash. That's, yeah. that's gone now. He's got to actually step up with that money to put it in a bond, even if, you know, he does go to trial again. Um, That's a lot of money to lose. Uh, And I also want to talk to you about debt spending with Donald Trump. We'll do that in 60 seconds. Stand by. Got a challenge for you. If you're like most people, there are probably some things you'd change about your mobile plan if it wasn't a big hassle, right? You'd get in there, fiddle around with it, maybe save some money in the process. Here's the challenge. Take just a little bit of time today and go to patriotmobile.com slash back. Look and see what they have. I think you're going to like what you see. Um, they have everything that you would want in a mobile plan. They are going to save you money. They're also on the same cell towers as the three major networks. So, you know, Patriot Mobile is going to give you exactly the same coverage if you're on one of the big major networks. They also don't send your money uh, that you worked hard for to aid in things like Planned Parenthood. This is the same nationwide service with Patriot Mobile that supports and loves America. They have affordable plans for your budget, excellent coverage, top-notch U.S.-based customer service. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Make the switch today. 972-PATRIOT. You'll get free activation when you use the offer code Beck. So join me. Make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. So with the Democrats getting all of this money uh, and outraising the Republicans, you know, in a big way, and Donald Trump having his cat, what he said he had 400 million in cash, that's all gone uh, because of these judgments. Uh, what is your what, what? I'm sure he doesn't let you in on all of these. Maybe he does. But uh, how are you feeling about his ability to run? Well, um, I don't know about his personal finances, so I can't really 
talk yeah. about that. Um, I mean, I think as 90% of Americans, uh, this is the mo- one of the most outrageous verdicts ever. Uh, ever. As you know, as you know, this was a a victimless crime if it was a crime at all. No and one never, was defrauded. No one has ever been prosecuted or even found guilty if they were uh, for this particular crime. In 70 yeah. years, nobody. No. And here's the thing. Let's say that, uh, you know, I come to you and say, you know, I've got this great property and I want to sell it to you, Glenn, uh, and, and I've, I appraise it at $5 million. Right. So do you want to buy it from me? And uh, are you just going to say, oh, yeah, okay, oh. if you say it's worth $5 million, I'll, oh. you know, I'll I'm going to say, <laughs> let me look at it. Let me review yeah, it exactly. and see. And I'll get somebody else to evaluate. That, that's of how course. it always works. <laughs> of course. And, and people will, um, you know, overestimate the value. It's like when you buy a house, you bid below the asking price, Correct. right? And, and you also go, you do have a house doctor come in and make sure that everything is working, blah, blah, blah. So the idea that, um, and by the way, people, the people who bought these properties for, from Trump made money. They didn't lose money. They made money. So I, my, my head is twisted around. I don't understand how this is fraud. And uh, so, what is the effect? What is the effect um, uh, on New York State? I mean, Hochul came out and That's said the big deal. Yeah. Did you see that uh, a couple of major oh, uh, yeah. investors today, just O'Leary and a couple others said, um, we're out of here. And by the way, the last thing New York needs right now is more people to leave more of. And, and incidentally, people like Donald Trump, who built, you know, he he built, you know, so many of these properties, he helped build New York. And this he is did. the way they repay him. I, know. I mean, it, it, do you remember, you know, the story about the skating rink? The ice you know, rink, they yeah. couldn't, they couldn't get it together. You know, he walked, he, it was taking years to do this and he came in and he got it done in six months. So, uh, no good deed ever goes unpunished in politics. This is, uh, very scary, as you know, I think while you're, by the way, it's just a personal story. I worked for Trump. I was one of his economists. I swear to God, but I'm not making this up. Sometimes I wake up in a cold, cold sweat in the middle of the night, and I have, I have this dream that I go to the door in the middle of the night. Somebody's pounding on my door. I open it up, and there's three FBI agents with machine guns there uh, to haul me. I mean, I feel like we're living in the Soviet Union, the way they're going after anybody, not just Trump. But anybody oh, who supported Trump. Oh, I know. I know. So uh, thank you, by the way, for this, Stephen. And thank you for st- still standing up. There's a lot of people that are bailing because they don't want the hassle. And uh, I know that uh, and it's not hassle. It's the potential of gulag uh, if this continues. Uh, and it's, well, it's frightening. Can I just say one thing, Glenn, because it's important. And, and Trump says this and people kind of laugh. The left laughs at him. But it is true. They're not just going after him. Oh, I know. <laughs> They're Elon, going after anyone who supports him yes. or works for him. Or and it's not him. just him. It's right. anyone that opposes and has any kind of impact. In, in Look at Elon Musk. He buys Twitter, and that's when seven federal investigations start on him. Right. I mean, right. they'll do it to anybody. They'll do it to anybody. And they are. And they are. Uh, Stephen, let me. Um, we have to have you on more often. I keep saying this every time you're on, but let's do it more. Um, yeah. But uh, let me ask you one thing that we can't handle is giant debt, and Donald uh-huh. Trump doesn't have a problem with debt. Um, yeah. He wants to grow it, and so you pay for that debt. And I get that, but we've got. Is he going to get in and just continue this kind of spending? 
Well, you know, first of all, I, I admire so much of what Trump did for our economy and for our country. And, and But you're right. You know, the one issue he was not good on is he, he, he did not cut the budget. I want to see the budget cut. You do. Um, but yeah, but if you're growing the economy, you know, that helps a lot in terms of reducing the burden of the debt. Um, he will uh, be- get better trade deals. He's going to get control of the border. He's going to produce American energy. He's going to do all these things that are so good for the economy. But I hate to tell you this, you know, politicians love to play Santa Claus. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, you know, they love to pass out other people's money. So at some the point that kills Trump us to lower the debt is to, is to get more revenue in by growing right. the economy right. faster. It was the same thing that Reagan did. However, uh, at some point, we've spent too much, and yep. we're—I mean, you, we That's just right. cannot keep up with this kind of uh, spending. Stephen Moore, uh, thank you so much. Always good to talk to you, All my right. friend. God bless you. You too. Thank you, Stephen Moore. Back in just a second, Carol Roth joins us. We have some good news that we should celebrate, and a warning coming up next. If you're hoping that any day now this federal government is going to right the ship on the economy, I hope you pack to lunch because you're going to be waiting a long time for that. The unfortunate truth is not only is the government not going to do that, they're trying to do the exact opposite. And it's up to you to protect yourself and your family until you see the star field rolling in the other direction. One of the best ways you can do that is with precious metals. Give Lear Capital a call today. Ask for their free wealth protection guide. There's no obligation. You'll just get the free information on protecting your hard-earned financial future with gold and silver. You don't have to buy anything on the phone right now. I mean, if you do, I'll I'll get into that in a second. Uh, You just read that information, study it out, talk to your spouse, pray on it. And if it's right for you, then buy it. Go to Lear Capital, $3 billion in trusted transactions over the years, thousands of five-star reviews. And if you did buy something, you have a 24-hour risk-free purchase guarantee. All right, you can trust Lear Capital, and they'll open your account with $250 towards your purchase just because you listen to me, 800-889-3070, Lear Capital. Tucker Carlson, first interview back from Russia, live with Glenn Beck, only for Blaze TV subscribers. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Code is free speech. Carol Roth, a former New York uh, Wall Street banker uh, who, you know, woke up and went, who am, what am I, am I on the wrong side? Uh, and she has uh, done an awful lot of good. She's the author now of You Will Own Nothing, former investment banker. She, we, I have her on because I want to talk to her about BlackRock's new voting system. Um, but she has a couple of things I, I want to let you know. First, she has a new newsletter out, carolroth.com slash news. Sign up for it, carolroth.com slash news. Carol, I wanted to start with you because you are a former New York uh, investment banker. What is the fallout going to be on this Donald Trump uh, conviction and $355 million fine? Never been done before. Not even with the Gambino crime family. They never did this. 
Yeah. Okay. So I'm just going to correct San Francisco investment banker because I don't want to lump myself in with all of those New York investment oh, bankers. Like that's that any be better. <laughs> <laughs> so right. this, the implications of this are horrifying for everybody who is in business. When you think about presenting your company in the best light, whether it is a startup firm, a venture capital firm, a private equity firm, real estate holdings, any publicly or pri privately held company that has adjusted EBITDA, they are saying, here's you know what we think the business is, but we're gonna put this in the best light. And what this particular judgment has done, in my opinion, has said, you know, even if somebody hasn't gotten hurt, even if, you know, the bank that you've presented this to or the investors said, hey, we made a ton of money, we're not a counterparty to the suit, that the state can come in and say, well, we don't think this is right. We've done our own calculations. We see that you have some, you know, numbers that you got wrong here, and we're going to charge you with fraud civilly, not criminally, civilly and then put in some insane judgment that is basically like sticking your finger in the air and seeing which way the wind blows because there is no actual damages. The bank has said that they were not victimized, that they made a ton of fees. And so who really is the counterparty here? They're saying that there was some sort of ill-gotten gain. They made this up. And this has a incredibly disturbing implication for any business. If this is the standard, then basically I would say every business in the United States, somebody needs to be thrown in jail and assessed hundreds of millions of dollars well, because this happens throughout all of business. I will tell you, if Elon Musk was still in California, I bet he'd be shaking in his boots because if this can happen in New York, it could happen in California. Um, and they're already going after him with all kinds of stuff. Y even if you're on the right side currently, if your company ever falls against the state on anything, you're opening up yourself for the end. I mean, uh, how how much of an impact will this have on businesses being and locating themselves in New York? Well, that's the interesting question because everybody thinks that it can't happen to them. Oh, it's Donald Trump. He's done, you know, all of these things that we've heard about in the media. This can never happen to me. And there's a lot of ego and a lot of hubris, particularly with the financial services and other companies that are based in New York City. Uh, we have seen some level of exodus based on crime, taxes, and, yeah. you know, other decisions. So obviously the, the ones who have been savvy have already gotten out of their started to decouple from New York. But I think the the when something like this happens, they see this this big personality and they say it can't happen to me. But why not? Why can't it happen to you? If you go against whatever the narrative is, if you go against the state and you know you say something that they don't like, this is, um, you know, as we've talked about before, sort of a soft form of social credit. You are not oh, yeah. aligned with what we want. So we are gonna find ways to pen penalize you financially. It's terrifying. And it, it is absolutely terrifying. All right, so um, let me talk to you here. We, we have about uh, six minutes here to talk about okay. this. Um, Justin Haskins, who is uh, my co-writer of, of my book, um, we talk about ESG and all of this stuff all the time, go back and forth. He's much, 
if you think I'm a pessimist, he's even more of a pessimist. But he wrote to me the other day and he's like, Glenn, this is great news. The, you know, the U.S. ESG bills and the European ESG collapse. And now companies are getting out. Even BlackRock says they're getting out of it. And I I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're entering the time of an election. And this is also what every progressive institution does. They are exposed. Oh, we're not going to do that with your gas stove. And then they do it anyway in another form. Are you, I mean, we should celebrate that we have them on the ropes, but we cannot let the pressure up. We have to pursue them because they're trying to make an escape. Yeah, I think this is the absolute perfect analogy. And I know, Justin, and we have some conversations offline as well about all of this stuff. And I do think there are a lot of things to celebrate because of the work that you and Justin have done, Glenn, your audience has done in, in raising awareness, some of the state level leadership. We are seeing um, a lot of shifts happening. You know, We saw JP Morgan, PIMCO, State Street all extract themselves from the climate 100 plus pledge, which is basically financial institutions uh, cracking down on companies and, and trying to push them in, into this ESG, these directives. And so we just saw that happen this week. And part of that is because they are afraid of the legislation and, uh, and being hit with lawsuits. In fact, BlackRock, which shifted from the U.S. being part of it to just Europe being part of it, mm -hmm. uh, within, they said they cited lawsuits, potential lawsuits as one of the concerns. So this is, you know, coming from the New York Times, coming from the mainstream media, they are scared, but it's not enough. And, you know, that goes back to this new um, BlackRock voting initiative, proxy voting initiative, where they don't want to be the ones to take the blame and say, well, we're not pushing this, you're voting for it. Right. And instead of, you know, going ahead and um, giving you the ultimate choice on how to vote, they're going to give you options. But of their mm. options, almost all of them have to do, I know this is going to shock you, Glenn, with climate or climate impact oh. or environment or social th I know it's a social wow. responsibility. It's, so I could have Soviet communism, Chinese communism, or uh, North Korean or North Korean communism, but I yes. can choose. I can choose. You get a pick. Got you it. Get a All pick. right. Wow. That's quite a choice. Um, yeah. So it, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, and it's um, the way they're doing it is, is obviously they've been paying attention to your program because they're trying to really manipulate you in one direction or another. They have this one um, choice that's called the ISS Catholic faith-based policy. Oh so you're going, oh, okay, that's great. That's going to be aligned potentially with my values and patriotic values. But what they say is, quote, that it's aligned with social responsibility and, quote, the active ownership and investment philosophies of, or, I'm sorry, uh, broadly consistent with the objectives of socially responsible shareholders, as well as the teachings of Catholicism and Christianity. And then they talk about for, you know, social environmental uh, social impacts. Justice. That yeah, that they're going along with, you know, the the social and environmental uh, philosophies of Catholic based teasting. Yeah, I mean, it, they're real. They're yeah. really trying to to make sure that you don't read this and say, oh, this is going to be aligned with my values. But they're just pushing this in a different way to manipulate you. So now they can say that you're the one that voted for this. Unbelievable. So damn evil. 
Um, it is. I, I'm looking at uh, all of the things that are happening, like the farmers. Uh, you know, that's that's kind of calmed down now over in Europe because the politician said, you know what? You're right. You're right. We're not going to push those things. We're going to hold. We're going to hold. There's an election coming out this summer. Yeah. And after the election, we'll bring that back up. But I think you're right. And I think these farmers just might be dumb enough to think that they won, but they didn't win. You you cannot. This is like, uh, you know, any good war strategy. You cannot let them regroup, fall back and regroup someplace else. You must pursue them at some point because they're going to keep doing it over and over. They'll just pop up someplace else or under a different name or another new way to manipulate the reality. And you have to, if you don't pursue them, you have to start all over again. Yes. Well, the farmers have obviously been very brave and they have been leading the way. And, um, Yeah, I think that they may have won the battle, but they haven't won the war. There was an article that came out in the Financial Times this morning about here in the U.S. about the um, amount of investment dollars that keeps increasing in terms of buying up farmland and that the average age of farmers here in the United States is 58. I would imagine that there's similar demographics Mm -hmm. and issues going on around the world. So, you know, they may be placating and saying, "Okay, we're going to drop this. But we know through the fight against natural asset companies, uh, you know, some of these other proposals that are coming to the table and things that they keep moving around, that they're finding other ways to achieve their objectives. I think the good news is, is that we are having an impact, whether it's the farmers, whether it's the the listeners here using their voice. But I know it, it, it seems exhausting, but you've got to devote some part of every week to advocacy because we're in a situation where you, like you said, you cannot let up. They're on the ropes, but if you let them get that second win, they're going to come back and, you know, go back at you with some jabs and a a right hook. Carol Roth. Thank you so much. God bless. We'll talk to you again soon. Carol Roth, the author of you will own nothing. She also has her new uh, uh, newsletter out. You can find it at carolroth.com slash news. Back in just a second. First, let me tell you about the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews. Israel is our historic and many ways spiritual allies. We uh, we trace the roots of our faith to that land and those people that makes them our brothers and sisters. Those brothers and sisters in the spirit have been caught up in a war that they didn't uh, start. It's been it's been going on since Abraham. Now families are being torn apart. Uh, Israel is in is having a tough go of it right now, and that's why I have officially partnered with the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews. They are in the middle of it every day, and I've watched these people over the years. I've done several projects with them and helped them raise money before, um, but I wanted to bring them to the forefront so you understand what they do. They're distributing essentials like food and medicine and emergency supplies. The need is great. Uh, So would you go to supportifcj.org, supportifcj.org. Your donation is urgently needed. They're having a matching now dollar for dollar. So you'll double uh, your your investment in this uh, group. I want you to do your own homework. Don't take my word for it. I want you to go to their website and look at it. Supportifcj.org. That's supportifcj.org. This is the Glenn Beck Program. 
Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. There's a couple of things going on today. Uh, Spanish conservatives have won the local election uh, as uh, socialism and the socialists retreat from there. This is a, a very big deal uh, in Spain. Socialism is neat still in Spain. Communism or fascism, eh, you know, this is not for everybody, but the Spanish kind of think it's okay. Um, we, uh, we also have, um, the WHO director, he's very upset. He says conspiracy theories are going to derail his global pandemic treaty. Um, it's a pact with the future, uh, and it's mission critical in case we have any, anything else that might pop its ugly head. Uh, and what it does is it gives, uh, the WHO pretty much control over every nation state uh, should they decide that there's a reason um, and uh, they'll just, you know, they'll take control. Everything will be fine. You, you know, they'll control the horizontal and the vertical. Um, but uh, don't worry. Don't worry. Everything's going to be good. Everything's going to be good. Uh, meanwhile, the Senate is trying to pass a bill uh, now, or I should say it's being proposed. There are some that are trying to pass it. It says all treaties, all treaties. Uh, must go through the Senate. I don't know if you need a bill as much as mm, the Constitution, which states that clearly, but uh, we'll see. Well, this is kind of like our border, where Joe Biden just needs the Republicans to pass this so he can shut the border down. He's been wanting to do it the whole time, and he can't. Yeah. And then now, all of a sudden, he's saying he may just do an executive order to shut the border down. Oh, well, it's weird. It's like it's almost weird, like he I... had that power the entire time. That is weird. Hmm. Uh, Brockton High School in Brockton, Massachusetts, the largest public school in the state of Massachusetts. 3,500 students. Apparently, they're having a problem with student violence. Now, what could have gone wrong here? What do you think could have gone wrong with a public school losing control over the students? Uh, they say they have experienced a disturbing increase in the incidents related to violence, security concerns, and substance abuse. Huh. Huh. Uh, apparently, many teachers uh, broke down in tears uh, at the level of school violence there. Uh, gee, I, I mean, what what's happening in our society that would cause a breakdown in the schools and loss of authority in schools? So they are now asking... For the National Guard to be put in the hallways of this school to bring it under control. And, and I think this would be great. What could possibly happen? Vladimir loves this. Uh, oh, yeah, that's, uh, that's good. That's good. Um, that's good. I don't think there's a... Is there anything else to say on that, Stu, except... That's good. No, it seems I'm, I can't wait to see how it all turns out. Yeah, you know? me too. Mm -hmm. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken uh, has urged the State Department now to stop using problematic terms like manpower and, of course, that problematic mother and father words. Uh, those are very problematic. But don't worry. At any time, we could call out the National Guard and we'll get all this under control. I feel better about that already. By the way, Tucker Carlson, a live interview with me today at 
1.30 Central, 2.30 Eastern. The Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. So is it going to take an authoritarian leader to fix our country and the world? I know where I stand on that. Where do you stand on that? We go there in 60 seconds. Even if you only have a few minutes to spare during your morning routine, it is entirely possible to keep your face wrinkle-free with Gen 90. It's the new instant wrinkle treatment from GenuCell. This is the best in skin care, and Gen 90 instantly reduces the appearance of wrinkles around the eyes and forehead, crow's feet, laugh lines, even the chin. And the amazing part is that it starts working in just seconds. If you want to feel confident in the skin that you're walking around in, Gen 90 is for you. It's the luxurious, nourishing, and silky smooth answer. You're going to see it feel uh, and feel it working almost immediately. And you'll see it in the tingle that you will feel each time you use it. Uh, right now, you can get the GenuCell XV uh, Collagen Builder and Moisturizer with Vitamin C for stunning results day after day. I'm telling you, it's tingling now. I mean, I'm, you can I'm feel soaking it? in it right now. You are? Yeah. Well, you look wonderful thank as you. usual, Glenn. Yeah, thank you. Uh, it, you want to make sure that you get the best in skin care, and that is GenuCell. Even Glenn loves it. Use every uh, GenuCell uh, product you can use in the uh, most popular package that's coming out now. Gen 90 uh, comes with this free beauty box and firming yeah. serum while supplies last. Go to GenuCell.com slash Beck and get free shipping. GenuCell.com slash Beck. G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Beck. All righty. So um, what's going to solve our problems here? Well, let me give you this story. Russian police investigate alleged LGBTQ propaganda at My Little Pony event. Ah, yeah. Finally. Yeah. Police in Moscow were called to investigate an event dedicated to the cartoon series My Little Pony. Mm. Mm-hmm. Bronies? Well, yeah. Are these bronies? Oh, bronies were there, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the event, the Miamor Convention, was shut down by organizers early on Saturday after officers arrived at the venue. Police were unable to find any evidence of LGBTQ plus propaganda at the event, which was considered an illegal activity in Russia. The police received a complaint complaining that our event promoted non-traditional relationships and related symbols, adult contents for minors, and general horror and darkness, event organizers wrote on the Russian social media. Two police checks did not uphold these complaints. My Little Pony is a a toy line and media franchise developed by the company Hasbro. 
The Moscow event was dedicated to the cartoon series, which focuses on the power of friendship and targeted to an audience under the age of 10. Although the convention catered to its many adult fans, the logo of the convention in the Russian capital was a pony with a mane styled in the colors of the Russian flag, not the rainbow. My Little Pony has prompted anxiety in Russia as the count of the country's authorities crack down on the local LGBTQ plus community with Russian movie database changing the cartoon series rating to an adult only 18 plus in December 2023. In November 2023, a Russian court declared the global LGBTQ plus movement an extremist organization. Since then, at least three people have been arrested and served time in prison for displaying rainbow-colored items. Because my understanding of mm-hmm. the brony culture, and perhaps you can uh, I can't. jump into this a I little more really, deeply than no. I can, but uh-uh. like, it's been essentially adopted by some of the LGBTQQIA2 plus community. Hey, um, stand in line. Noah's first in that line. But like... My Little Pony itself is just a cartoon for little girls, basically. Or so they'd have you think. I mean, maybe they have embraced this. They're like, hey, look, we're getting extra people buying our crap. Like, let's do brave. This but generally speaking, is part of that uh, LGBTQ propaganda. We must censor this show quickly. Mm. I, I just feel like maybe, I, I don't, I, again, if just because some other group is utilizing this material doesn't necessarily mean that's what the material is designed for. Okay, so um, let me ask you. Is this how you want to solve problems going forward? As we look at, um, well, here, uh, can we go to uh, SOT1, I believe it is. Yes, Listen to this, uh, SOT1, local We want to warn you that these videos are disturbing. And store managers and employees tell us that this same man has been accused of doing the same thing at other antique shops in the area. But employees here at Antique Gallery say he didn't buy or steal anything, but they're hoping he'll be caught. Cameras capture this man in a kilt, looking around an antique booth. He grabs an item off a shelf. He's then seen walking behind a birdcage. He appears to put the item under his kilt before putting it back on a shelf. Another camera shows a woman walking into a booth. The man comes up to her, whispers in her ear, then leaves. He appears to grab another item off a shelf and puts it under his kilt once again, returning the item. More cameras capture the man repeating the disturbing acts. What did they do with those products? They threw them away mostly mostly the man doesn't come back yeah so my uh first of all that wasn't a kilt that isn't a kilt that was a little schoolgirl dress okay and he was inserting these items uh into orifices under the skirt okay Mm. now what do we do about that What's this caused by? I think you just burn the store down. If I'm the owner of that store, I'm just burning it to the ground after that incident. I gotta tell you, it makes me not want to walk into any antique store again. (laughs) Or any other store. Right. People are weird. Okay. So, I believe that 
the news anchor there, KPRC, in it's the NBC station in Houston, either has no concept of Scotland at all <laughs> and doesn't have any idea that that's not a kilt. Kilts look very, very specific. That's a little schoolgirl dress. Okay. Is that what I mean? It, it, I mean, when I think schoolgirl dress, I'm thinking like a plaid, like and that's that, plaid. Was it plaid? Yeah, it was, it it was black and black and white plaid. Okay, and okay. see, those aren't folds; those are little waves of the skirt. Okay, that's a skirt. That is a skirt. Yeah, I, I don't. I wouldn't right. describe that as a kilt. In Texas, um, you know, a guy wearing a kilt kind of stands out. Now, maybe in New York, definitely in Scotland, no, no. Okay, but a kilt is different than a skirt. We are now embracing guys and turning a blind eye to guys who are in skirts. That's okay. That's all right. That's okay. Why? Because your sexual perversion is okay. It's okay. I want to dress like a little schoolgirl, and I'm a 45-year-old bald man. Okay, come on in. We've lost all shame and we've lost all perspective on right and wrong. Our whole society has been perverted. Now, the reason why I bring this up here is because Vladimir Putin would use the government and muscle to make sure none of that's going on. I don't want stormtroopers in the streets. Now, this guy, I... I would like him to be arrested if, you know, he is found. The story ends with him, the store owner, what do you hope happens to him? I just hope he doesn't come back. What? No, I, I would like the guy to go to jail or mm -hmm. at least pay some fine. I don't know what law he's breaking by sticking things up his butt and putting them back on the shelf, but there's got to be something. I'm sure there is. Yes, you're not You know, someday, someday this society, if we remain free, Someday there will be an old law on the books that was put in around 2025, and it was don't insert things into your butt and put it back on the shelf. And people will look at that and go, those were crazy days, like no spitting while tying your horse to the saloon. It'll look like that. It'll date us because this is when America lost her mind. I don't want goon squads. I don't want what's in Russia. I've never wanted that. But if you don't have any right or wrong in your society and your society, the major organs of it, the media, the news media, film industry, uh, and your government does, does not have... Uh, some sort of moral lines there on what's right and wrong. If your educational system is saying, hey, there's no such thing as right and wrong, you cannot have a civilization. This is what happens. Now, I never thought we would have to have a law against guys dressing up as little schoolgirls and putting items off the shelf into their orifice and then putting them back on the shelf. I never thought we would have that problem. So why are we having that now? What's changed?
Well, there's a few things that have changed. I think the biggest thing is shame has been turned into fame. We have lost our moral compass. We don't even have a compass anymore. We don't know what direction. We're in the woods. We have no direction we're headed. Could be a happy place. Could be a cliff. My bet is the cliff is just ahead. But we have no moral compass to show us the difference of right and wrong, north and south, up and down. Then we've lost all of the institutions that would enforce actual laws, not, you know, uh, Catholic laws or Presbyterian laws or Mormon laws or any of that. Actual right and wrong, well thought out, well crafted laws. Don't steal. Don't kill. Don't lie. All of our all of our laws are based on Moses and his Ten Commandments. Okay? It's all based on Judeo-Christian theology. It's not a theological regime. I don't want a theological regime. But the only way freedom works, you only have two choices. This ends two ways. You restore personal responsibility and you, you empower in the private sector only You build up and empower those organizations and those churches that are teaching something that has value and makes people a better person, something that you're striving to be better. You're striving to be more noble. We're not striving to be more noble. We're now seeing who can be more outrageous than the guy in the little schoolgirl skirt stuffing stuff up his butt. And believe me, within a month, maybe within an hour, we'll find that person because somebody will accept that as a challenge. There is no low that is low enough. We've stopped looking up. We first just gaze at ourselves like narcissists in the mirror. It's just us. It's me, 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 me. And then when we see people getting popular because they do awful things and we're driven to make it more about us, well, I can do that or I can even do worse. You either restore personal responsibility and the best way, our founder said, is through churches. Because churches, when done correctly, in the Judeo-Christian world, churches teach people you answer to God. I do this job. I live a clean life. I pay my taxes, not because I'm afraid of the government. Oh, I do it because in a different sense of the word fear, I fear God. I want to be on his side, so I comply to his rules, which also 
kind of are reflected in government laws. But see, we're not making laws anymore. Now we have the administration making up new guidelines, making up new rules. They're not laws. They're new rules, new guidelines. And those don't reflect anything, anything that the vast majority of people agree with. And they're only making our country worse. And by increasing the power of one man or the administration, you have a greater chance of becoming exactly what Vladimir Putin did. One way or another, you say you don't want religion. Well, I've got news for you. Wokeism is a religion. I know because I wouldn't pay play, play by the rules, so I've been excommunicated in all the cool places. It's a religion. America is not a place where we have a state religion, be it wokeism or Christianity. We worship God, and in this country, that is a Judeo-Christian uh, God, all of our laws and our whole system is built upon that. That's not bigoted. That helps people become more Christ-like. And if you're really Christ-like, you're not accusing people. You are helping and loving people. Unless you live out in the sticks, it's not really the best idea to practice training with your guns out in the backyard, you know. Uh, but you can use the Berna launcher, and that's good because... Not every self-defense situation can you find in, uh, in the handgun. You know, it, there are different situations. And especially now, you're driving down the street and there is, uh, you, you know, all of a sudden you're surrounded by a mob. What are you going to do? You're going to shoot? Oh, that'll go well for you. Now, would I shoot tear gas at that mob? Yeah, yeah, I would. I probably would. Uh, that way I can go away and nobody's dead. How's that? Berna is that system. It looks just like a gun, but once that bullet leaves your gun, you can't take it back. With Berna, your safety comes at a much lower price, and it's made right here in Fort Wayne, Indiana. And everybody over 18 can use them. There's no license. There's no restrictions. Cops are using this. It is the best non-lethal defense you can buy. Burna, B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Glenn. That's Burna dot com slash Glenn. Get an exclusive 10% discount. Burna dot com slash Glenn. 10 seconds station ID. Oh, my gosh. You know, I was reading that story on um, from the New York Times about how people are just tired of this on mm-hmm. the left. Let me just give you... Let me just give you a couple of highlights from uh, the, uh, the sound of yesterday. Uh, let's see. How about cut two, please? Elizabeth Warren. Why do you think that people, uh, all these polls show like a lot of voters look back on the Trump years and they think they didn't like a lot about it, but they think the economy was good in the Trump years. <laughs> and I know that like we weren't, I know, well, at the end, clearly. And then at the end when COVID happened and trying so you know, hard they, they figure oh well COVID we happened all around the world and so of course okay, the economy stop went- are you tired of the uh, answer orange man 
Tired? How about this one? Here's Pelosi. Listen to this. Conspiracy theory. Misinformation. Putin is probably the richest person in the world. Probably the richest person in the world. Forget all these ratings that people have. The richest person in the mm-hmm. world. He's also the most, well, not the most evil, stiff competition for that honor, but nonetheless uh, among the t- top three or four most evil yeah, yeah. people in right. the world. What does he have on Donald Trump that he have to constantly be catering to Putin? What do you so, think? We're all wondering this question, Speaker. This is a conspiracy theory now, again, saying that Trump is financially being blackmailed by Putin or Putin is blackmailing Trump. What, 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 what is it? And I, mean, I mean, financially, just some sort of information. Some information. This goes back to the P-tape type stuff, right? Correct. Like he's got something on him. Of course, doesn't explain why Trump's policies while in office were much more stringent on Russia than yes. either the predecessor. Yes. Uh, either predecessor, really, of, of, of his presidency. And one more. It's 13 seconds. Do I have time? Cut four. Do you think that Ukraine can survive a year this year on the battlefield without American aid. Kamala. Ukraine needs our support. And we must give it. We must give it. I don't know. Crisis after crisis. Blame game. Who else is sick of it? What do you say we don't play it anymore? (laughs) No. I know. She likes school buses. Yellow school buses. Back in a minute. Glenn Beck. What if I told you uh, that it's not only possible to get rid of that pain you've been carrying around for so long, but you could actually potentially go back to feeling the way you used to? Remember those days? Back when you didn't have to check with your body before everything that you did, and you're like, I don't know, is it worth it if I do this and tomorrow? If you're suffering from pain all the time, I was there with you. My hands were in a world of pain every day. Um, I started taking Relief Factor and found relief there that I never thought I would. It's a daily supplement that helps your body fight pain by fighting inflammation. Now, it hasn't taken away. It has taken away all the daily pain, but once in a while, I'll still get pain. It's not, it's, it's not a miracle, although for me, it has been a miracle because I was in constant pain. I couldn't use my hands. 100% drug-free, developed by doctors to help reduce or eliminate pain by reducing inflammation. 1995, it's got a feel better, your money-back guarantee, so try it relieffactor.com relieffactor.com or call 800 the number 4 relief 800 the number 4 relief Tucker Carlson's first interview after his trip to Russia is today live on Blaze TV go to blazetv.com slash Glenn the code is free speech and you'll save 30% off your subscription to Blaze TV Uh, just a couple of hours, I'm doing a, a live interview. I just think there's something different about live. Uh, and uh, I asked Tucker Carlson when he was over in Russia, when you get back, will you sit down? Because there's all kinds of stuff being said about you and this interview and everything else. And uh, I said, would you, would you do an interview with me? And so his first interview on his return from Russia uh, is today at 2.30 Eastern time. Uh, and, um, and I don't want you to miss it. If you are a, a blaze TV subscriber, you're getting it today live. That's the only way you can watch it live 
is on Blaze TV. It's a big deal. Yeah, it is. This is, I mean, because he's been the center of the conversation for multiple weeks because of this interview. Oh, yeah. And yet has not really gone into depth on it. He, he said a couple of comments. He had, I guess, a speech maybe after this mm-hmm. where he addressed mm-hmm. some of it. Um, but the, there's been a lot of criticism from the mainstream media, been a lot of criticism even from the right on some aspects of this trip. And I would love to hear what, you know, how well, he reacts especially to that. His, his subway station and grocery store thing, I yeah, think, was I, really I, confusing. I don't know what he meant by that, but yeah. I'm going to ask I'm going to ask him today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, because I think, actually, his um, interview with Putin, I think, was relatively well-received. Uh, you know, that's my perception of it, in that, like, he was kind of criticized for letting him go on too long about the history. But, I mean, you know. He so what? It was a two-hour interview. It didn't seem like he was trying to to filibuster yes. right so i i don't know why it's bad to hear more words from putin on this i mean you could it was just boring you could, skip that part if you don't yeah, like it i he, thought it was interesting i thought his yeah, he's all over the board and yeah, it's not his, accurate on a lot of it but his reasoning for it is like i mean tucker said it so are you saying that everybody's ancestral right. ha- uh, um, uh, ancestral uh, land should and, be returned and of course the question you always have to ask with this is at what point like Go back in history far enough. Somebody else is living on this property. Correct. Like, always. what point do you pick for your ancestral lands? It's always an interesting question with these guys. But I mean, like his, he got I think widespread praise for him to his face asking about the Wall Street Journal reporter and saying he should return him to America right now, release him to my custody right now. Uh, Tucker received widespread praise for his uh, questioning Ballsy. of that. That's, yeah, I mean, this guy's a guy who literally murdered his biggest political opponent yeah. a, a few days later. Yeah, this is a, that's a ballsy thing to do. How dare you say that? I mean, a quite uh, allegedly. I'm sorry, <laughs> allegedly. I, I, I forgot to throw it allegedly. Sorry, Vlad. Uh, I mean, usually he throws people off the roof. This one, he just let wander in the middle of the snow in the Arctic Circle for a while. <laughs> yeah, no big deal. So, um, so you have you have that uh, going on. I think that's going to be an interesting. Uh, part of this I, i'm interested to see if he saw the t- the number of times that he was trying you know he's such a kgb agent and was he prepared for things like look i know you studied history there were several things that putin said all the way along where he was saying i know everything there is about you um and was that unsettling what what was that mm-hmm. even if he noticed it i'm sure he did but um, I mean, and I think the the grocery store and subway stuff is interesting as well. In oh, that, big time! You know, I, I think the media is trying to portray Tucker Carlson as this guy who got duped by Vladimir Putin into wow, he didn't even know that Joseph Stalin actually built these subways as uh, designed, designed as to a, do that. a propaganda effort for Correct. visitors, right? Correct. To, um, and by him saying this. Is he Walter Durante? Right, and that's that's the question, right? And I'm going to ask him that. That's that'll be really interesting because look, you can say you disagree with Tucker Carlson, but it's not like he doesn't know this stuff. He's, oh, no, he's very, very smart. Well he knows this history. So is he making a point here? Is he, you know, what is his point? Um, you know, that's going to be really interesting to hear him go through today. I, I, I can't wait to watch this. I mean, because look, you, you could say a lot of things about Tucker Carlson. You can I disagree with him on, on some of the stuff, but. Uh, when it comes to some of the foreign policy stuff that he... You know, I'm not sure uh, where he's... Uh, that's I, what I, I yeah. want to find out. I'm not sure where he stands on things like this. I mean, my stance on on the Russia-Ukraine thing, Russia is bad, okay? Yeah. 
run by killers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, they, for whatever excuse they have, that was a sovereign state. They violated it. Now, mm-hmm. let's look at player number two, because the world is asking everybody to get involved. Okay. Well, I'm not on Russia's side. Two, I'm not on Ukraine's side. I was on the people's side, but I think they've been all killed uh, since, you know, since we've been going on. Um, I don't trust the government over there. I don't think their president is a good guy. I, I think it is a cash machine. I don't trust. They, they were actually funding Nazis on the border. No, I'm not for them either. And then you have the third one, the government of the United States. I don't trust them. I don't trust that this is re- that they're really in there to be the good guy and make sure the good guys. I don't believe that at all. I don't know what game is being played, but I don't want to be involved because I don't trust any of the players at the table. And I'm not going to throw my money in on the table betting on one of those guys because I don't want any of them to win. Yeah, I, I just... And I'm wondering, has he picked and where... What is his philosophy on this? What is his philosophy on Putin and and authoritarianism compared to, you know, one of the things when he's talking about the uh, the, um, uh, you know, the subways and everything else. Yeah, I'd like that, but not at the cost of gulags. Well, certainly not at the cost you know? of gulags, but like I, I, I would be surprised and maybe he'll get into this, but I would be surprised if Tucker Carlson's philosophy has evolved to a place where he believes the centralized government taking more american tax dollars to build don't beautiful subways is the way he thinks things should go no, I, I don't think that's don't what think so he either. believes at all no so like i can or understand a saying or some sort of a dictator no, that will just take care of everything right right maybe certainly is. not i don't think i don't he, think no so way. I, and it's like i uh, i relate to i mean glenn we went into these subways every day when we worked in new oh, york yeah. city we were in them all the time oh, no. i once sat in a subway that was stopped at a station when when they stop at a station the doors remain open because someone might want to get on well as i sat there i watched a bag of trash move i watched it move okay, was it a kid or was it a rat it was not a rat glenn a family, an extended family, all gathering together for Thanksgiving yeah. inside a trash bag that was rolling across the platform <laughs> toward the open door. <laughs> I watched this happen. It was terrifying. Living in New York is just a different experience. Right. And so what I like Back to see. Back in the good days. <laughs> I, what I like to see, a cleaner subway system in New York. Sure. Um, but of course, you know, you go outside of Moscow to other places. You're not seeing this. The, the, co- the cost of living. He knows all this. He knows what what he saw. He saw a propaganda show. This is what they provide. And so the question is, what, what's the point he's making there? And, and, and how does he actually internalize this? Because I don't buy it all that like he was just duped. He no. just thought, he just believes every grocery store in Russia is perfect. I don't believe he thinks that. No. And I'll be fascinated to hear his explanation on it. So that happens at 2.30 this afternoon. That's Eastern time. Uh, 1.30 Central, 12.30 Mountain, 11.30 Pacific. 
And if you're in Alaska or Aleutian time, you're on your own. Yeah, I have no it idea. Out. I don't I know. I have no idea. I don't it's think like 2.15 in the morning. I, I just think. think things happen when they happen in yeah, those places. they really do. You know, you don't know. Aloha. Aloha. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, but... Uh, you're going to get it first. It will only be seen on Blaze TV for subscribers. It will come out later. Um, but I wanted to do this without commercials and uh, just raw the way we tape these with no interruption. Uh, we never edit any of our podcasts. So we're just going to do this one live because I, I it just will. I think for both of us, it will key us up just a little bit more. And uh, and be very careful with everything that we say, which I think is a is a good thing. Um, so you can watch this today. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is free speech. 30, 36 bucks off uh, your year's subscription for Blaze TV plus BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Promo code free speech. Sign up now. Uh, Glenn Beck, Tucker Carlson. One-on-one steel cage match. (laughs) Or just two people just trying to find out what do we each believe? What is it was being said? What did it feel like to be in the room with a killer? Tucker Carlson today on my podcast, 2.30 Eastern. All right. In that time, you gave yourself, uh, you know, just a fresh new look. You know, I mean, on the house, the house, The, the easiest way. Uh, to give your house a fresh new wor- uh, look is with the windows because the windows are the eyes of your house. And if you want to give yourself a fresh new look, what do you do? You go and you have your eyes pulled back until you look like Joe Biden. Uh, and that's a fresh new, fresh new look. Okay, um, Blinds.com never makes your house look like bad plastic surgery. Okay, makes your house look great. You just go to blinds.com right now. You'll save up to 50% off during their huge President's Day sale. A lot to choose from. You can do it all from the comfort of your own home. You get um, the upfront quote online. No hidden fees. No like, oh, yeah, well, we didn't include the actual blinds. You can do it yourself or you can have blinds.com do it. There's a reason blinds.com is the industry leader in online window treatments. Blinds.com not only offers you free shipping, but also a 100% satisfaction guarantee. So if you're not happy, they're going to make it right for you. Shop Blinds.com. President's Day sale now through February 21st. Save up to 50% plus score premium doorbusters. Up to 50% off right now. Limited time. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Get even more, Glenn. Subscribe to the Glenn Beck Podcast anywhere podcasts are found. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, So uh, yesterday, um, we were talking about the election on the Texas Court of Criminal Appeals. If the right people aren't elected there... They will keep the uh, the ruling that um, the AG cannot investigate any kind of voter fraud. Can't can't bring it up in trial. Can't prosecute. Can't investigate. Nothing. We lose Texas within four years if we don't get some new people on this because they don't answer the Supreme Court or anybody else. This is the highest of the land for this issue. So it's David Schneck, 
Gina Parker and Lee Finley that Texans should vote for. Um, and nobody's going to remember that. You're going to be like, oh, which one was it again? You're not going to remember. So I wanted to make like a catchy little jingle. And because I don't want to actually do anything, just had AI do it. And it's pretty bad. <laughs> but so did, maybe it's bad enough to remember. I'm not sure. You just type in, write me a song about yes. these names. And this particular, you know, the what criminal court. Uh, t- t- you know, for Texas. Okay, oh, so, so it's a little, like a little country. country? Yeah, okay. Yeah. A little Americana. Here it is. David Shank, Gina Parker, names to remember, champions so clearly. For justice, for Texas, their pledge resounds in the Court of Criminal Appeals. They're on honor about Shank Parker, Bailey, hear the call. Yeah. For Texas, for justice, they stand tall. Yeah, they do. The election, integrity, they'll defend. On Shane Parker, Finley, we depend. Yeah, I mean that. Schneck, Parker, and Finley, we depend. I'm not going to say that's a good song. No, it's But like the fact that two sentences typed in created that is just mind-boggling. Insane. I worked almost 45 seconds. <laughs> the hardest part of that was yeah. opening up the laptop. Right. Yeah. Now, uh, again, it's not a it's not good, good song yet, no. but you saw with the, with the video uh, things they released yeah. earlier. Yeah. It's getting there quickly. Yeah. I think we can do better than that. I think so, too. I think we should uh, so try some I, new I'd ones. I'd love to ask you know the audience, David Schneck, <laughs> Gina Parker, Lee Finley for the Texas Court of Criminal Appeals. How do you make people remember that? I think the best way is to do a jingle, you know, an earworm that you just can't get out. I don't think that's it, but maybe, I mean, can we hear it again? No, it's, it's not, it's not, uh, but you know, maybe you have a band, uh, or, or you're just better at using AI than I am, which can't be tough. No. Can't be tough. Because it doesn't seem like, I don't, it seems like, is there a higher resolution version of this that you could purchase? Not, not, no. no. Purchase? Yeah, like I'm not you, that committed. Right. I mean, we lose our country, but I'm not that committed. Yeah, you don't want to spend you like five I mean? bucks a month on if it. If it would have been good, you know, mm-hmm. maybe. I mean, let me play one more. Can we play it live here, Sarah? Let me play this real quick. This is the other one. This was so bad, I just didn't even think that we should. <laughs> but listen to this. This is the other. I'm like, well. In Texas land, they take a stand for justice, true and fair. AI. For judges strong to right the wrongs and handle cases with care. Yeah, here we go, here we go, here we go. Listen to this. King Parker Finley, too. For the court of appeals. Of criminal justice. Patriots through and yeah. See, I just think this is just. Did you tell her to turn off keys? I don't know. So bad. It's just so bad. And I thought, well, maybe this is so bad that you would remember Schneck, Parker, and Finley. With law and order in their sight. She drunk is the AI. Yeah. What drug is the AI on? I know. And she, they don't mention the names except. Texas, a future without fear. Yeah. That's not good. It only mentions their name once, and I'm like, well, that's not worth it. 
It's like, I need, like, Ace of Base, you know. Okay. All she wants is another baby or whatever the hell that thing was. Yeah. And they sang, you know, they only had, like, seven words in the entire three-minute song. Well, I, that's what I want. And I think when you think of how to win over Texans, you're thinking Ace of Base. You are you thinking Ace of Base. You go directly to this 90s Swedish I just pop. need something that people are like, oh, I can't get this out of my mind. Right. So then, Schneck, Parker, <laughs> Finley for the Court of Criminal Appeals. Right. When they're like, I can't get that out of my mind. We win. So I'm depending on you. The Glenn Beck Program.